Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Always Aggravated, a Mike Valenti signature podcast. Well, welcome in uh, another exciting edition of Always Aggravated. Uh, the band is completely together. Roberto is tapping his leg in typical <laughs> OCD fashion. You've got to get that fixed. You're also wearing ankle socks with jeans, a total faux pas. Um, we have a lot to get into, and I, I, I don't know. I, I This one, I, I don't know if it'll land the mark or not, but we're going to start out. I want to cover a little of um, why does anyone buy season tickets to anything anymore? proliferation of the secondary market, the rip-off artists that teams and colleges are. I'll even give you some of my own experiences with that. Uh, I've found a great show to replace Game of Thrones. I'll see if the guys, A, have seen it and B, approve. Uh, we had that discussion on last week's pod. And then I know, Sully, you have possibly something fun if we have some time regarding jersey correlation and uh, the best players to wear sure. certain numbers. So let's jump right in. It's always aggravating. All right, so I want to start out this week, and now's the time of year that back when I was a sucker and I owned season tickets to Michigan State, where I went to school, uh, you would get your optional seat selection email, and you would start getting these uh, deals to buy tickets. And it got me thinking, why does anyone buy season tickets in 2019 to anything? And, I, and I'm being serious. This isn't flipping. What is the value proposition right now, fellas? I mean, look, two, you know, David, you've got kids. Taking them to games is something fun, but you don't need season tickets to do it. Roberto, you've got kids. It's the same deal. And Sully, you like to go to games with the boys, but season tickets is a word I've never heard come out of your mouth. Like, a great example. So colleges are... Michigan State's the only thing I own season tickets to. And... Colleges propagate a system, like they get away with murder. Like think about the idea of paying for the right to eat at a restaurant only to then have to pay for the food too. That's what a personal seat license is. So when Michigan State or Michigan goes to personal seat licenses, you're handing them $300, $400, $500, $600 per seat for the right to, wait for it, buy that seat. Right. That wouldn't fly in any other area of our lives. It just wouldn't. It'd be like walking into your favorite store, handing the money and saying, hi, I'd like to buy the right to walk in your store so you can then charge me for that lovely three-button Henley Roberto's wearing. I like that. that, that that's <laughs> asinine. But yet people line up and do it. I used to do it. And again, I'm so glad I got rid of them years ago, but... Fellas, help me with this. Like, even I'll give you one more thing because it, it's these ticket offices, they don't care about you. Like, the Spartan ticket office is a collection of some of the dumbest human beings in the world. They're completely tone deaf. Right now, if you go to MSU seat selection, you'll see every seat between the 20s is unavailable. So, do you mean to tell me? Do you mean to tell me that every single alumni between the 20 yard lines on both sides of the stadium? No one died 
Nobody didn't renew. Nobody got less tickets. Nobody got a divorce. Nobody got launched to the moon. You're liars. That's what you are. You're liars. But you know the best part? Week of game day, they'll put some of those tickets on a secondary market. I've seen it. <laughs> they'll put them on StubHub. So you're sitting there, and I used to have great seats. Siren. <laughs> I, I mean, it's, it's the truth, though. Like, it's relevant to our discussion. It's part of the reason I, I walked away from it all. My seats were, God, they were lower bowl. They are probably 50 rows from the field, 45 rows from the field, damn near 35-yard line. It was good seats. You'd get that email. You'd be like a savage. You'd be like... Oh, you got to plan out trying to better your seats and all that. But I kept seeing no seats would be available to get them better. And you're like, wait, that's not possible. Like, I'm willing to pay the seat license, but that... So here's you what happened. to make a donation. Yeah. I'm sure those seats would open up. Well, and, and there's your problem. Mm-hmm. I'm not giving them my money. <laughs> I'm not. I mean, I, at that time, I hadn't finished paying my college loans off. Why would I give you money? That's another thing I'll never understand, but we'll save it for a different podcast. Why do these people give their schools money? Why? Mm. You paid them to go to school. Right. You paid all that back. Now I'm just going to start handing you biscuits? Huh? Well, isn't it like set up for your kid or something? Like that what, you're what you trying mean? to... Get them in the mix. What do you mean? Is a what a legacy? Yeah, yeah. that's what you're trying to do. That's oh, what you shit. do. Well, another reason not to have kids. The point <laughs> is the dishonesty that runs through these these ticket offices. Do you know anyone who has season tickets? Any of you? To anything? No. 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 I, I had a couple of buddies that used to have a couple years ago uh, Red Wing season tickets. They don't anymore. Who's who buys them? Seriously, like right now, and obviously we tape in Detroit for people who don't listen to us locally. Who who has Tiger season tickets? What type of sick human being has Lions season tickets? 10,000 10, days since a playoff win, and you're buying Lions season tickets. Like, what is the payoff? Because I know when I gave up my, my MSU tickets at the height of MSU being good, the at-home experience is still better. Well, that's I've heard so many people that have canceled their season tickets lately, too. I think that's the thing. Where they've had them, but the past couple years, I feel like I've known at least five, six people that have canceled season tickets the past couple years. Is it easy to cancel that, or is it like cable, where you can never get <laughs> like They'll try anything to oh, keep well, they'll, you. Oh, they'll keep soliciting and calling <laughs> and stuff, I'm sure. But. Hey, it's John from, from the Lions. I, saw, saw that when you left us, uh, we'd like to offer you a, a free beer koozie. Join us. <laughs> One pride. It's like, get off my phone. That is what those they do. Those guys, though, man, I have sympathy for some of those guys because they, they they are on the phone and you know or they're just getting ripped by fans as if they're <laughs> making the front office decisions. This poor ticker rep's just trying to do his job and getting ripped for why the, the team's signing someone or cutting somebody. Oh, it's a t- yeah, but again, <laughs> why? Okay, think about paying a team for the right to buy tickets, <laughs> then going to the games, the time allotment, the gas money, the food money, the time investment. That's before we even know if the product's any good. And then you juxtapose it to the at-home experience. I mean, I, I've had this conversation with friends, and, and a lot of my friends have gotten rid of their tickets, and these schools don't get it. And I don't know if you're, if you're a Wolverine, if you're a Spartan, if you're a Buckeye, if you're a Fighting Irish. I mean, it's, it's all a similar business model. I don't understand how and why people continue to do it. It seems like the most outrageous business ROI you could have in 2019. <laughs> it, but Mike, okay, how about it this? Is. How about this? Optional seat selection, 
except it's like extortion. If you want to get your seats better, call us and we'll secretly uh, take 25 grand from you to oh, then yeah. get your seats. Oh, okay, where do I sign? Then the best part, then your seat is done. Now I got to fuck with the parking space. Now I got to get in and make sure I get in my lot and did my friends get in my lot? Will we be able to tailgate together? It's all it's extortion. So why as sports fans do we put up with it there? We would never tolerate it in any other piece of our life. Right. I don't know, Roberto, buying concert tickets. Would you ever pay a seat license? Here, no. I'm going to pay $500 for the right to then pay $239 to see what used to be KISS performed. I'm sure that they do it, though. I'm sure there's some sort of uh, exclusive deal or, you know, I mean, these the, the concert stuff's getting way out of hand nowadays where they're, they'll charge you five, six grand for a meet and greet. Oh, yeah. Uh, you can buy the actual guitar that was played on the stage that night for 20 grand. Oh, my God. Um, you know, in the case of like a Rolling Stones, they'll charge like 30 grand for, for the a meet fees and in general, too. Be honest with you guys, though, I had season tickets for two years when I was in college. And I had, I, I, I bought Pistons season tickets with a buddy of mine. And I was a huge NBA fan, still am. I would get to go to every single game. Upper level ticket, but it was like at the time I was like I think three hundred and fifty bucks I paid, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, I can go to forty one games and see every team come in and see all these guys. So I mean, I did that just because of how cheap it was. See, I did the same thing. Now that I think about it, when I'm about fifteen years ago, when they won a championship, Pistons won a championship. I wanted to be in the building, so I bought just a fifteen game package. Mm-hmm. I think for one fifty. So the price was so good. I knew I can be in the building, but when I made the decision to not do it the next year was because I couldn't make all 15 games. I couldn't be there for all 15 games, so it was a waste of my time and waste of my money, so I got out of it. All right, so a quick moment to tell you about the D Las Vegas. If you want to get away, and well, I mean, hell, we live in Detroit. We want to get away 365 days a year, but if you want to get away, relax, or simply just have a good time, get to the D Las Vegas, everything you need, the D, completely renovated. You can enjoy a Vegas hotel without spending a ton of money on the room. And something brand new coming up from Derek Stevens, Circa Sports is now open at the Golden Gate Hotel and Casino right down the street from the D. That's right, Circa Sports mobile app. You can download it, now accepting entries. The Circa Sports Million Pro Football Contest provides a $1.5 million guarantee. No rake, 100% payback, $50,000 quarterly payout. It's sports betting the way it used to be, and the D Sportsbook opens officially a couple of weeks, June 19th. You can learn more right now by going to CircaSports.com. That's CircaSports.com. And remember, the D Las Vegas, they got it all. The D.com, check it out. See if it's right for you. It's the D.com, the D Las Vegas. It's your home for sports in Vegas. So do you guys think we will see a day where season tickets go away altogether? I mean, the sec- think about the secondary market. Like, I, I started to notice this, again, when, in my time having season tickets at MSU. The face value of tickets that the Lions or the Pistons or the Tigers, whoever, and Michigan State, Michigan, the face value they're putting on these tickets is totally artificial. So I got tired of seeing people buying tickets to the same game I was going to on the secondary market game week for cheaper than I was paying face. So, like, for instance, now, again, I'm sure the prices have only gone up, but 
MSU 2011, 2013, I mean, the face value of your premium games, I think it was a $150 ticket, right? I would see people getting into that big game against Penn State for 110 for 100 for 90 No, the seats weren't as good as mine. The point is, I wasn't even factoring in the seat license, where that tax on another, what, 40 50 bucks a game. You, If you buy season tickets right now, I mean this, you're a sucker. Like, think about Michigan State right now, the home opener. They're going to put a $100 face value on that Western Michigan or Tulsa game, right? What do you want to bet game week for a $20 bill? If you want to go to East Lansing for that Friday night opener, you can do it. You want to bet? Would you bet me on that? I'm sure you can get tickets for that cheap. For that so game. you wouldn't bet me on it. Okay, so when Arizona State comes to town, what do you want to bet that for $40 <laughs> I can get into that game and get a decent seat? Would you bet me on that right now? And and guess what State's going to do? I'll bet you dollars to donuts they're going to make that a premium game. 150 face, I can get in for 40 Tell me again the ROI for season tickets. <sighs> Much less Michigan, Ohio State, etc. If you're better off, you skip the games, you stay at home, you enjoy yourself, and then the big game of the year that you want to go to, who cares you pay $200 for the ticket? Right, which you would. You're still how much to the good? Yep. So tell me the ROI. You guys awake? Anybody want to participate here? People want to be in the building. I know three Lions season ticket holders. They want to be in the building for when the team gets good. So they continue year after year to renew their tickets because they hope this is the year the team is good and I will be in the building for those games. They don't want to be left out. They don't want to be left out. That's what. That's why people continue to do it. And then you have teams that have new stadiums. Wait, did you just say that's why white people do it? No, that's why people <laughs> continue to do it. My bad. <laughs> Well, also because people are going to be loyal and you have super fans that are always going to buy tickets because they want to be at every so game. So all it is is FOMO. The fear of missing out. In terms of what David's talking about, yes, because they, it would be like their biggest fear where, yeah, the one year the Lions get good is the year that they gave away their tickets exactly. and now they don't have access. But so you could, still, that, you could still go to the game. The secondary market's giving you the power. Let's say you spend two grand a year on Lions tickets. You're at home. Oh, shit, they're good. Daddy's got to get to the Packers-Lions game for the NFC North. Take $200. Take Get your narrow ass in the building. They don't see it that way. They don't see it that way. It's not. Okay, but hold on. Hold on. This is what drives me insane. The old days. <laughs> there was a waiting list for Giants tickets. There was a waiting list for, you know, name a team. Those waiting lists are gone. Remember when Michigan used to have a huge waiting list? Yeah. You can get down there right now, can't you? Yes, you can. I'm sure they won't say that you could, but yeah. Well, well right, because everything's <laughs> propaganda with that school. My point is, there's no waiting list. There's no opportunity lost. If you have buyer's remorse, or, or you have remorse that you let your tickets go, and you by the fourth home game of the year, you're like, damn, I really want to go, mm-hmm. you could still go and still go for less. So tell me again, a single, and you need to put this out there to the people, because you're Mr. Social Media. You ask the people when you start posting our little promos and having fun with people. You ask them right now, give me one goddamn redeeming quality, one return on my investment of having season tickets Anything, anything, name it. Because I, I, I experienced all of it. And at every turn, Michigan State shit all over us. Every turn. Oh, you've been tailgating together for 20 years? Too bad. You're not in the same lot anymore. Well, you could be if, if you allow us to extort you and take a broom handle to your ass. No. 
It's not happening. You're not spanking me. You're not my grandma. <laughs> oh, well, you know, those tickets, those are for university guests and recruits. Really? You're going to have five million guests? Because I see empty seats in the stadium every Saturday. Mm-hmm. I see plenty of places to put recruits. I've been paying for how long? These are the tickets I want. What is this? You ask the people on the little... Uh, the, I will. You give me one redeeming quality of having season tickets in the year 2019 versus using the secondary market. I think the only reason I could think of would be, and this is what, you, what we hear from people that call in when they have season tickets, is that I think that there's certain times in the year where there's a Lions Thanksgiving game or another big game where they can make a big profit on that one game and yep. then pay, not go to that game, but then that basically pays for the. We hear it with Ohio State, with Michigan fans, or, or state fans selling their Michigan tickets and then paying for essentially their whole season with, see, with a huge you, markup. That'd I, be the only thing I could think you of. You know what? I think those people are completely full of shit. <laughs> I'll tell you as somebody who owns tickets, there's no one game in the history of my life, and I mean state playing OSU to go to the Big Ten title, State playing Michigan, both undefeated, etc. There's not a single game that would even remotely approach paying or 80% or 70% or 60% paying for what I spent on tickets. So, Mike, those people can continue to fool themselves. They're still costing themselves money. They're full of shit. Okay? It's just how it is. And in today, now, here's the other dirty secret. People don't want to go to games. Yeah. I yeah. By, by the end... MSU was in its prime. Especially the bad games, too. No, but I mean, even the good games. Even when your team's awesome and State's got Purdue and it's November and you're like, hey, I got a pair. You want to come up this week? And they're like, nah, I'm just going to watch it at home, man. I don't feel like waking up early. And you know what? I understood it. Oh, the time commitment? Sure. Right. The, the but, money, as we talked about, concessions, all of it. Ugh. I just don't know how teams are going to continue to operate under this business model. But like every time I see people at Ford Field for Lions games, I'm like, what are you doing? Do you realize you could be here cheaper than what you paid? And yet there you are in your stupid little hard hat, Mm -hmm. and your wife's got her face painted like a fucking lion. (laughs) I can't stand it. Like, what are you doing? Why are you letting them get over on you? Stop it. Stop it. I think people just so set in their ways. It's a tradition thing. Nostalgia. uh, You know what I think it is? People are so desperate to belong to something. Yeah, you're right. As human beings, we all just want to be a part of something. And sadly... I don't know. Maybe somebody having season tickets and getting taken to the cleaners, it's all okay because oh, they're invited to the season ticket holder event where yep. some shitty player yep. will sign some shitty piece of memorabilia that won't be worth shit. But they're under the impression, too, that the legitimate way to do that is through the team, you know, it's not through secondary market. A lot of people are just set in their ways. You know, we know guys that won't even use a debit card and just carry cash all the time. I think people are just so set in their ways with. If you if you have season tickets, that you just trust that system and that system well, only. It's feeling part of the team too. How yes. many times do we have callers on the yes. air that call in the first thing they say first is, "Guys, thing. I'm a season ticket holder <laughs> for 20 years, and uh, yes, you know uh, we uh, we we're really going to be good this year." Oh, guys, giving their fan resume. Mm-hmm. I've been going to the game since Bo was that. No one cares. Get to your call. <laughs> it's a sense of pride where they can walk in when training camp is going on, and they can walk past the regular yeah, fans for special seating because they're a season ticket holder. So let's take a quick time. I'm out to talk about our sponsor. The Big Power Company is at it again, raising rates. Enough. Don't pay the high rates. Come on. Pay yourself. Go solar. That's right. Power Home Solar makes it easy to switch to solar by hooking you up with battery storage with your installation. Longer days produce more energy. Now you can put it to use. You can store it. Use it later. 
own your power. Don't rent it. Power Home Solar, number one residential solar provider in the state, one of the top solar installation companies in the nation. Power Home installs American-made panels, 30-year warranty. You can own your power, not just rent it from that power company. And as an official partner of the Lions, the company installed solar panels at Ford Field and Allen Park, and they're building a movement towards cleaner, greener energy. So see if solar's right for you. Go to powerhome.com. That's powerhome.com, or give them a call, 1-800-SOLAR-15. Schedule your free consultation today. Don't rent your power. Own it with help from Power Home Solar. I'll tell you what I would do. I would challenge a Lion fan who has season tickets. They think they're sweet. I guarantee you could play the secondary market, end up with better seats for the same price they pay. It all evens out, man. You're always going to get a couple of clunkers at home. If the team's bad, forget it. You take a bath on season tickets. You take a bath. But, I mean, there were times with Michigan State where even the team was good, but they'd play Thanksgiving weekend against Rutgers. Yeah. You'd see people getting in for $10, and here you're holding a ticket that's got a $100 face value on it. You're like, this is grotesque. Like, what am I doing? And the best part is, and like, I, I mean, you guys have all come to the house before for games. Dude, we party. We have a great time. And I don't think twice, and it's why I had the conversation with my wife about it years ago. I'm like... Look at what we spent at the grocery store. We're still mm-hmm. saving 50% from what we used mm-hmm. to spend. And, like, dude, we do it right. We ain't serving wieners, okay? Like, we're, we're cooking. We're, we're, we're doing real booze, real food. Mm-hmm. And it's so much cheaper. It's our bathroom, yeah. our friends, our house. No if, gas money. Yeah. No, no parking money. Walking your ass off. <laughs> Not having my nuts go into my lungs because I'm so cold. Yes. That, you know, yeah, cramped. Like, Right, right. No, that, but that—that's one of the biggest things, though. I think is the the at-home bathroom. I really do. There's nothing worse, especially if you've been drinking, going to a stadium, and then having to leave your seats to go wait in line at bathroom and then Ugh. come back. Oh, I'm better, yeah. And and I don't care. It's a pot. I'm I'm trying to multitask here and have a little snack before a real show. What it looks like a sheet of cookie dough or something. No. I can't even tell what it is. <laughs> no, it's it's a it's a protein bar, but it's oh, an it's odd shape. Bar. Yeah. No, these things are these things are fucking great. Here's the deal. The best part. As a season ticket holder at Michigan State, you earn the right to piss into a fucking trough. <laughs> are you kidding me? Like like Spartan Stadium, the bathrooms are from 1910. Oh, yeah. That's terrible. <laughs> like, everything's bad about it. Everything. See, it's just not even humane. No! I mean. Do you Roberto... understand the schematics for people who, who have never been to Spartan Stadium or any stadium with a trough? <laughs> Do you understand... It's it's physically impossible to pee at a trough in a high traffic time, high leverage situation. You're there, it's halftime, everybody's there, right? Everyone's in their stance. You're carving out just enough room. Yes. Gotta pee into the trough. Now, mind you, the room's hot, it's clammy, mm-hmm. it's steamy, mm-hmm. and you've got this open face sandwich of piss mm-hmm. in front of you, okay? Yep. Everybody's pissing. Yep. I mean, it, it, it's like a 21 gun salute. Yep. <laughs> It's impossible to not have splashback. Oh, no! Look, we're we're being honest. We can't talk about this on the air because the whole bodily fluids rule. <laughs> Roberto, I'd be lying to you if I said I didn't almost have a panic attack from splashback getting piss on my hands. Yes. Oh my god. Okay, like I'm peeing. Yes. I'm not looking down because you know the rules. Eyes on the wall. Eyes on the wall. Yes. 
oh my god, piss just hit my hand. Is it my piss? Yes. Is it this guy's right. piss? I don't know, but I have to wash my hands because I feel like I'm gonna die. Can't but, they even put? Can't they even put like the splash guards, the dividers? They don't care. The- <laughs> they don't care. Spartan ticket office. They don't care. Yeah. Line up. Spend your money, and just when you got to pee after buying an overpriced hot chocolate that was never hot, <laughs> uh, go piss in a trough like the pig you are. <laughs> they don't give a shit about you. Paid $150 face value? Fuck you. Go pee in a trough. Yeah. Oh, 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 you gave us a seed license? Oh, good. Go wait in line and miss half the third quarter of Pistons Warriors. We don't care. Brand new arena? Too bad. Wait in line. Do it, n- none of that. None of those things uh, exist in like pro sports anymore. Bullshit. Though, right? Do that. I went. I took yeah, friends. They do. I took they do? friends from. I, t- I took friends for Pistons Warriors. I missed the first four or five minutes of the third quarter just trying to take a tinkle at halftime. Brand new arena, LCA. <laughs> you know what it was? I waited in line. No, but I mean, there's no trough. No, like no, it's not. I, it's not as bad as Spartan Stadium, I don't think. No, but. no, and I, I'm not comparing it trough wise. Yeah. I'm saying <laughs> Spartan Stadium is bad with that. But you know, look. Try We're calling this the trough episode. Try taking a kid to <laughs> no, the bathroom. No, Spartan Stadium was like Joe Louis oh, Arena. Yeah. Honestly, you're better off having your son piss his pants. No, no, but that's the problem. You're, you're right. You're better off. You know what? Cut it. What, what is it? David Jr. and what's the other one? David the third and Preston. Hey, hey, Preston, <laughs> do yourself a favor. <laughs> Cut it loose. But that's the problem. Uh. <laughs> no, you talked about standing there and piss flying on your hand. Imagine having a kid. No. Nah. You're, tr- you're trying to take him. He can't clear the trough. No, so he'll have to sit down in a stall. Now he's concerned. I'm concerned because it's all nasty. He can't touch anything he wants to touch because he's uncomfortable. The whole thing is foobar. The whole thing is foobar. But that's my whole point. They don't care about us. So like we've established in 2019, these teams are getting all this taxpayer money. They're building their play pens. It's just an excuse to bang us even worse. Seat licenses, parking space licenses, 18 different tiers of seating, which is really just an excuse to increase the price as you go. And what do you get? Some bullshit event. They might sign a calendar. <laughs> yeah, the, you get a calendar, right? The secondary market is right there in front of you. Why? If you own tickets, I really think you should seek therapy. You should talk to someone because I think you're insane. So what are some of these facts of like what the costs are and who like who's the biggest offender of is there something team by team? Well, I mean team colleges or? colleges are the worst because you don't donate to the Lions. You don't donate to the Seahawks or Steelers. Right. You've got people writing checks. I mean checks for mm. the right to watch <laughs> Georgia Bulldogs football. Mm. I'll never understand that. Ever. Oh, well, I had the greatest four years of my life here. Right. And you remember the invoice they gave you at the end of it? It's called college loans. <laughs> oh, mommy and daddy paid for school for you. That's great. So why would you put yourself, what, back in the debt and pay what every other broke dick like I did? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Well, and I believe, I think Spartan Stadium's like this, too. They're one of, uh, you know, certain stadiums, college stadiums in the country where if you're a big donor, you can donate a ton of money to get in a suite and then have the privilege to buy beer and wine at the game. Right. And I think Spartan right. Stadium gets away with it because there's certain suites that aren't connected to, to the, the stadium. Right, it's like a riverboat casino in New Albany, Indiana, <laughs> across from Louisville. That's big money, too. Where you, If you want beer, you have to donate a crazy amount oh, of no, money. Oh, no, no, but Mike, Mike, think about this. You ready? I paid you $50,000, mm. 
and you're going to fuck me for a beer? Mm. Yeah. You're going to charge me for a beer? You know what happens if you pay $50,000? Let me help you what happens. Sir, thank you so much. Here, here is a farm silo of ice cold <laughs> beer for you. Ice cold beer. Here's beer for life. I mean, but people line up like idiots and do it. Yep. And it's, it's, it's again, people, I think college football are the worst offenders of all because you have the donation scam, you have the seat license scam, you got the parking space scam, it, 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 the whole, oh, and then the tailgating rules and what's allowed and what's not. And then, generally speaking, you walk into these college stadiums, Concession stands are an absolute mm. abomination. I haven't eaten something at Spartan Stadium since 2001. Whew. Uh, David, the hot dogs no, that I, were there while I was in school are probably still spinning on the hot lamp. I believe that. that. Is, I had a hot dog there when I went there for Michigan, Michigan State last mm. year. And it was, I had a hot dog and I think a, a hot chocolate because it was that rain delay. And it was just... Uh, <laughs> the line, the line was combo. forever, and then the hot dog was just. Well, disgusting. the best part, they got like volunteers who work the games, and these poor old people, like ninety, yeah. oxygen tank, and they're trying to work a concession stand. It ain't right. Yeah, the yep. whole the whole thing is crazy. I want you to ask the people. Maybe we'll revisit this in the fall. Give me one good reason to have season tickets to anything in 2019. All right, well, quick moment to talk to you guys about Coppercraft Distillery. Holland, Michigan, you guys know the drill by now. Whether whatever your drink of choice is, whether it's bourbon, whether it's whiskey, whether it's, you know, gin. Roberto is like just everything. Roberto's everything. Roberto loves Coppercraft. We actually uh, had a glass of that a couple weekends ago. He absolutely loved it. You gotta check it out. And of course, don't forget too, if you're from Detroit, at Comerica Park, Coppercraft Distillery Bar in Wright Field. It's a party up there going down to a Tigers game. But swing by your local retailer, your local bar, whatever it is, and try out Coppercraft's great products. Holland, Michigan, Coppercraft Distillery. You can learn more at coppercraftdistillery.com. Don't forget social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that stuff. Coppercraft Distillery, Holland, Michigan. Never when it's young, only when it's ready. All right, so we talked about it last week. Game of Thrones is toast. It's over. There's a hole in the universe. Well, I think I have uh, insert joke here, Roberto. I think I've plugged the hole. Oh. That's right. I made a choice from our last episode, and I am... Partially regretting it because it's one of the most horrifying things I've ever watched. I selected Chernobyl. Have any of you caught this? Not yet. Not yet. Not the new show, no. How the hell have none of you tried it since our last conversation about this? And with the amount of press this show's getting, the fact that it's on demand, which means, you know, my time when I want. Oh my God, you are missing out. Are I didn't you realize kidding? it's what's so a mini series. Yes. Yeah, it's, I've been meaning to check it out. I've heard a lot of good things about I'm it. I'm going to tell you right now, don't eat. Oh, <laughs> don't eat. What? Don't eat. What do you mean? It's 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 it is one of the more disturbing series you will watch. Is it like <laughs> blood and gore and all that? Is that why you say There's that? a limited amount of what I would call gore, but you're dealing with people with radiation poisoning. Ooh. And you're you're dealing with the you're dealing with something where it's the Soviet Union, it's 1986. Yep. You're dealing with lies, you're dealing with mm -hmm. misinformation, you're dealing with a cover-up, you're dealing with people who didn't even know. I mean, there are people in this show who didn't even realize they were walking to their own death. Mm. Like, it's horrifying. The story's crazy. I, and obviously, based on the true story. Now, I have to get to the end of it to find out how accurate it was. I will just tell you so far, 
must-see television. Uh, the first episode is well over an hour. Mm. You're getting it's, but now here's the one thing I don't like, and I know I'm quibbling. You can't have British people playing Russians. Yeah, yeah but I'd rather have that than like I, I was worried that it'd be all subtitles. <laughs> no, no, I, I understand that. I don't need subtitles, but don't you need to make everyone sound a little bit more Teddy KGB? <laughs> yes. Well, that might be over the top. Like he was like he took okay, it the whole but, other. But level. Gorbachev in here, the guy who plays <laughs> Gorbachev, sounds like he's from Jersey. Like that. They, there's something that's off-putting that everyone is British and their last name is Yasimov, and mm. you're like, oh wait a second now. And like I said, Gorbachev sounds like he's from North Bergen. It's just something. That's off, always but, hilarious when you when you know someone has that accent, like like uh, Axel, like Bobby Axelrod and Billions. You know that yeah, he has a British accent, weird? but Isn't he tried just put on a Lewis New York accent. Is his actor yeah. Damian Lewis? Yeah, I mean, mm. I don't. That's I mean, weird. Andrew Lincoln from uh, Walking Dead, British. Um, yep. the, one of the lead female characters, I forget her name. It's been so long since I watched it. She was married to Glenn, the dude who got his head bashed in. Um, she's British. That happens all the time. How do they do it? I don't know. Oh, it's crazy. I don't know. But with Chernobyl, is it more of a, like you mentioned, Walking Dead? Is it is it like a true type series where it's not like zombies or like crazy crazy shit going on, or is it? What do you mean? Like you said, people are you know they're infected by radiation. It's like true yeah. story. No, it's well, a true right. story. I know it's true, but I'm saying it's like Chernobyl Diaries. Remember that movie? With, no, 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 was, no. Okay, so I, okay. My, no, my question this is, is not real like life. That. This okay. is a real life accounting, gotcha. according to the people who made it, cool. of what went down, mm. and then the cost of what went down mm. to. Okay. Because I, I, I don't want to do spoilers. No, I just want to make sure it wasn't like zombies or whatever. The main character who ends up being the hero, you find out what happens to him right as the show starts. Oh, And then you re reverse engineer. Mm. I like that. Okay? I like stuff like so that. So it is showing you what the cost of all this is and how he ended up. And mm. then you retrace. And the whole miniseries is basically it takes you, I think it's through six days. The first episode is through like an hour and a half of of real time. And and it's just go and read about Chernobyl, mm -hmm. even if it's just Wikipedia. I'm not asking you oh, to read yeah. a book. Just read about I'm it. I'm doing it right now. Oh, okay. Thank you for your participation. <laughs> read about it, then start watching. Because it's important to understand the context of it and what happened and where it ended up. As you then begin to start this series, because then you're going to look at the individual actions of people, and you're going to be mortified. i got to watch. The, I've been looking for a new, a new series. This is perfect. I'm two episodes deep. Now, spoiler alert, but it's not a spoiler alert. This is coded language. Mm -hmm. For those of you that have watched Chernobyl, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. But I damn near had a panic attack finishing episode two last night. When the lights went out. That's all I'll say. Oh, my God. I... You just ruined the whole thing. Come on. I, I stood up off the couch and was pacing during this scene. And they ended the episode in absolute brilliant fashion as the lights went out. Was it one of the craziest uh, reactions you've had watching something? Like for Game of Thrones, we're talking about that. Like the, red, the red Wedding. Was no, it similar no, that to was, like that? That was more of like, oh, shit. Yeah. Right. This was... <laughs> My heart is beating. Okay. Yeah, you don't. Know I what can you just feel saw, my blood don't. pressure. I am pacing. Mm. I, Different type of reaction. I please just just please something good happen to these people. Like it 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 was 
utterly anxiety-inducing, terrifying. And that's episode two. I'm telling you, Man, I, I give it. this show my highest recommendation right but now. Roberto, you said miniseries. Does that mean what? How many episodes it's, are we talking about? It's five six, episodes. Five isn't episodes. Is it five? I believe. Okay. Yeah, and you're, you're getting about an hour apiece. So that's like 12 episodes of Ballers, yeah. which is like 14 minutes of actual content. Yep. Yeah, too much film. Wow. But I'm telling you, must watch. I, I love give it mm. highest recommendation. My only knock... British guys playing Russians and Gorbachev sounds like he's got a Jersey accent. I just that 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 really there had to be somebody else you could put a birthmark on the top of his head and play Gorbachev that doesn't sound like he's from Morristown, New Jersey. That's my only issue. You can't tell me this was the one guy on earth fit to play HBO Mikhail Gorbachev. It's like having Cuba Gooding play OJ Simpson. Can't happen. Well, they do that stuff because they want to win awards. They want that guy to win an award for best actor, supporting yeah. actor. For Mikhail Gorbachev? I'm just saying because he's British playing a Russian. He can I win an award. I paint Gorbachev's birthmark on Sully's forehead. He would <laughs> yeah. sound more authentic Remember he did than the Gorbachev like, Remember he Chernobyl. did look like that when he had that sunburn on his forehead. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I wear a hat now when I golf. No more um, visor. But I now, do they, is everything supposed to be... Is, is there any scenes or anything of what's going on in the United States at the time? No. Or there's no conversations no. with anyone oh, in the U.S.? No, I love no, that. no. This is from behind the curtain of secrecy of the Soviet Union at the time. Ooh. This is a complete what happened. Not how did the rest of the world find out. Mm -hmm. Not the re This is about ground zero, about Chernobyl, and about mm. how hard people had to fight just to get the truth out there. Wow. As hundreds of thousands of people were dying. Oh, man. I mean, the scenes from the hospital where you know these people are fucked, but they don't know yet. Right. I, that's why you need to at least mm. get a little baseline. Have a basic understanding have of a what base, Yeah. I think this thing would be lost on people if you'd never heard of Chernobyl and you just watched it. Do 10 minutes of reading. Do it while you're taking a shit. Do the 10 <laughs> minutes of reading. Then start the show. I'm I'm right now, I'm giving this one of my highest recommendations of 2019. This show, and, I'm, mm. and you know another reason, Mike? It's because Billions continues to suck. I just watched last night the new episode. I'm, I'm behind like three or four now. I'm, it don't, I you know I'm what? Gone. It's been crazy this year. You know what? Do yourself a favor. Don't even watch it. All right. Just give up. Good. Let it go. <laughs> it's been pretty crazy, I thought, this year, though. Yeah, but crazy doesn't equal good. I mean, it's, so it's what, what's your, your opinion is, just, is, without giving anything away, you're just saying that they're what? They're getting too cute with the storyline, or they're uh, they're they're getting too... Uh, too grandiose. Too cute. Okay. Um, I'm tired of some of the storylines involving Bobby Axelrod. I'm tired of some of the storylines uh, involving uh, Chuck Rhodes' wife. I want to launch Taylor Mason out of a cannon. I'm sick of that storyline. I'm just, it, it needed to stay Chuck Rhodes versus Bobby Axelrod, period. Those two were perfect. And then we started bringing in all the other bullshit. <laughs> I'll talk with you about this episode off the air. But there was something in this episode. I nearly quit watching the series halfway really? through. Really? Yep. I'm trying to think of what that could have been. I will tell you what it is. I just I don't want to spoil it for people. I don't want to get yelled at. I'm watching this Chernobyl trailer right now. This looks amazing. I can't bro, wait to watch it. Bro, the first 10 <laughs> minutes crazy. The first 10 minutes of the series, you are going to want to I don't know, throw up and cry at the same time. Oh my god. Chernobyl, awesome. Now watch it. Not to promote watch somebody, it. not to promote somebody else, but uh there is an official Chernobyl podcast from HBO. 
where uh, the creators and the directors take you you know, behind the scenes and give you even more information well, on what each I, episode. What I did read, and I'm sure they discussed this on that pod, and that's fine, um, they really took extra time making this to make sure they could accurately and effectively communicate the sheer terror of the event. Like, the, the, the you're going to have scenes that are going to make you so uncomfortable Unless you're soulless. I mean, David will probably laugh and eat popcorn. Oh, my God. That's but why I'm just, sitting here silent. I, I love saw, history. Okay. I just saw, like, the guy. There was a guy in the hospital David loves watching people fail, as he famously said. I do. I love history, and I like seeing stuff like this. I want to see the people in the hospital. I want to see. I want to see that. Watch it. I'm giving it one of my highest recommendations. Chernobyl. Go get it. All right, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Got some good stuff planned. And, of course, rate, review, and share iTunes, radio.com. And we will check you next week on Always Aggravated.